morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you're listening from. Welcome to the Obsessive Speaking, and I am your host, Bruce, aka Coach Sibs. And for those listeners who've been with us, thank you very much. Thank you for staying true. And for those new listeners, welcome to the family. Welcome to the Obsessive Spreegan. And I hope that you stay and stay forget. Today, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. Falls under the dating category, of course. And it's the world of avid competition and the perception that we are spoiled for choice. Let's get straight into it. In a period where competition and comparison runs like a wildfire and no one is really happy with their own choices. The first thing they think is what goes on through other people's minds. Like, oh, I want what A has or what is B going to think about what I have? You don't even know what A did to get whatever they got and what they're doing to keep it. And who cares what B thinks? Why are you living your life for external validation? from said person but this affects people so bad and the number one culprit is the ideology or the idea that people think they are spoiled for choice see i'm gonna keep you 100 today in a generation that is taught that you need to get a fine product and if it's not working or if it has a problem you can just put it back and you get a new product that's all well and good when you're dealing with products but even more so in products themselves, when you want to return something, they check. Is it user's fault or is it an actual defect? If it's user's fault, high chances are you don't get that return, right? Cool. Now, people approach dating thinking along the same line. That if a person is not perfect, on to the next one. But, but here's the catch. No one is perfect. 100%. We enter into relationships looking for defects. And not seeing all the other boxes that person checks. You go into a relationship or you go into dating with expectations, quote and unquote, unrealistic expectations on your mind. And then expect the person to live up to those expectations. And at the same time, you don't have the tools to keep said person if they live up to the said expectations. If you were to say, write down everything you want in a person or in dating partner, write down every single thing. Don't leave anything out. After you're done compiling your list, on that list, tick how many of those things that you might have yourself or opposite components that support the person who has those qualities. See, it's not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. Got to give something to keep more or less maintain or sustain it. For example, people say, I want a person who's a good communicator. And then you become a shit communicator. You don't want to take accountability. You don't want to admit faults. You don't take advice properly. You always get defensive and offensive. How is that going to work? You want someone who is financially stable and all you're bringing is a huge amount of debt. You want someone who doesn't have baggage, but it's okay if it's a breaking bag. <laughs> you don't want anyone with baggage, but you have tons of it. How is that fair? And how does that sustain? But then it's the other person's fault, ain't it? And the idea that you still have options on the table, you want to exercise that right without putting in the work. You want someone who's open-minded and yet you're closed-minded and you're under lock and key. But a person who's athletic, a person who has an active lifestyle, you live the opposite. Help me out here. 
We are so fixated on what the other person is bringing to me that we forget what we are giving that person. It's a selfish generation. Now, if a person doesn't have one or two things on my list, we will consider that person a defect. And once that person is a defect, we will say we want to exercise our freedom of choice since we so much think that we are sport for choice, right? That's all well and good. And if you say you're practicing your freedom of choice, which you are entitled to, by the way, but be honest about it first. Be honest about your intention that you yourself are 100% perfect. If you are 100% perfect, then by all means, you are entitled to get a person who is 100% perfect because you are not a defect. So yes, exercise choice until you meet a non-defect. But as long as you know that you're chopping out that percentage, then that means you got to accommodate other people's defects. Mind you, I'm not saying everything that people lack should be accommodated. There are certain things. And I know people will go to the extreme just to try and prove a point. We're not going to extreme examples here, right? We're looking at baseline. We're so fixated in looking for defects that we end up creating defects by ourselves. You find a person who is willing to put in the work, work on themselves and whatever relationship that you have. Then you start thinking, no, nah, there must be something wrong. Then you start digging. You start digging, you start setting uh, traps, you start putting all these tests so that they prove you right. There's an African proverb that says, if you go a mountain looking for monkeys, you will find them. Simply put, don't trouble trouble. If that person is willing to be part of the progressive movement with you, why not go along with that? The thing is, we want to know everything about a person, but we don't want to give everything about ourselves. We want to know all the things so that we can find the things that we don't like. And half the time, the moment someone exposes certain things, you start looking on the other side of the street. You're so fixated on these Instagram relationships that you think the grass is always greener on the other side. And yet you don't know what that person is doing to cultivate that grass, what fertilizer they're putting, how frequent they're watering their grass. You don't know, but you just want the perfect product. It is non-existent, but because people are so scared of commitment that they want the benefits of being in a relationship and being single, that they're always jumping onto the next, meaning that you assume that there is a plethora of green grass. What's going to happen is you're going to have a plethora of failed said relationship if you don't put in the work that is due. And speaking of social media. Social media depicts a specific image of what a happy relationship should look like. Now we want to go and copy and paste that. We're forgetting that these people are doing it for the likes, views, and retweets, and they're actually getting paid for it. So some of them have to create an image. Now we want to take that image and make it our reality. But sometimes some of these images, when you try to paste them to reality, they don't work. If you're always comparing yourself with other people, best believe you will never be satisfied because there is always someone who's going better. Best believe. Today you have an iPhone 13. Tomorrow there's an iPhone 14. Today you're the hottest thing on the block. Tomorrow there's a new guy who comes in. There is always someone who's going to be better. And I'm not saying settle. I am saying be mindful and be happy with what you're doing. If you want better 
and you're with a person who strives for better, why not make your person better? We are so stuck on the negative that we overlook the positive. If a relationship is bad, abusive, and all of that stuff, 100% on to the next. Get out of it. I truly support that. But if it's because of self-inflicted ideologies that perceive that a person should be perfect in all facets of their being, then that's just stupid. So before you put your head over the picket fence to try and see the grass that you perceive is greener on the other side, why don't you try to water your grass? Why don't you go to the store and find out what fertilizer works for your grass? Put in the work, then see if your grass doesn't turn out to be greener. And once you realize that we're not actually spoiled for choice, you will realize very, very important thing about life, that not all that glitters is gold. Having too many people available doesn't mean they're right for you. You got to keep that in mind. Stay true to yourself. This is Coach Sims. The obsessive spree for me. It's peace, love, happiness. I'm out.